0: Welcome and thank you for joining me from wherever you are for the Sabbath School Commentary Lesson 10 Remember, Do Not Forget. Life can be so busy these days, and I'm sure in the days of Deuteronomy they were busy too. I forget many things in my life due to, due to being busy, and it seems as if there is so much stuff going on inside my head that I have trouble remembering all the important things in life specific dates, appointments, things that I have said that I will do. Fortunately for me, in this day and age, there's a calendar. With all these things that are marked and alarms that go off that remind me when certain events are going to happen. It seems so easy in this point in time with the click of the button or the flick of a finger on your watch or your phone and all your dates are just there. Really we have no excuse to forget and yet I still do. There is things though that I will never forget. One thing that I carry around with me all the time, one thing that is a constant reminder of me of my past and how God has led me through it is tattoos. You see, I'm covered in them. Tattoos that tell me and tell others that I share with of a journey that I had when I was once not with Jesus. But not only was I not with Jesus, I was totally against him. Just like the memory text mentions this week, remember, do not forget How you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wickedness from the day that you departed from the land of Egypt until you came to this place. You have been rebellious against the Lord. Deuteronomy 9 verse 7. Man, the amount of times that I was rebellious and provoked God. He should have left me to deal with life or better still struck me with lightning and done away with me. Actually, I was struck with lightning once. But that's another story for another day. If I were God, though, and I had to put up with someone like me and the things that I'd done, I don't think that I could. But thankfully, Jesus doesn't work like me. Jesus doesn't work like that. You see, God is faithful to us even when we are not faithful to him. 2 Timothy 2 verse 13 says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. This week's lesson takes us through the important principle of remembering and not forgetting the way that God has interacted in our lives. Our first step is stopping and looking at the rainbow straight after the flood that God put in the sky. And we read about this in Genesis 9, 8 to 17. And scripture says, Then God spoke to Noah, and to his sons with him and as for me behold i establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you the birds and the cattle and every beast of the earth with you of all that go out of the ark every beast of the earth thus i establish my covenant with you Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is a sign of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you. For the perpetual generations, I set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be for me a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when... I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud and I will remember my covenant which is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The water shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud and I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And God said to Noah, this is a sign of the covenant, which I have established between me and all the flesh that is on the earth. The rainbow here was to help us remember God's promise and covenant to never destroy the earth again with water. A reminder to us that God will be faithful even when we are not. The rainbow is complete evidence to us that the rain will always bring blessing and not universal destruction. The part that I love about the rainbow the most is no matter who you are or how you feel about God, whether you're a believer or not, everyone who looks at the rainbow looks in complete amazement at its beauty. But why? Because as it says in verse 16, God is looking at the rainbow at the very same time that each individual is looking up. We all are sharing that moment with God. To me, this is special. When I look up and I see the magnificent beauty of God through the color of the sky, at that very point in time, the king of the universe is doing the very same thing. And I'm sharing that moment with him. And as I notice that the bow is pointing up, I'm reminded that God paid the price when I shot the arrow, I deserved to die and yet I was set free. Moving on to concerning the days in the days past. In Deuteronomy four thirty-two to 39, God is asking the people to remember the mighty ways in which he had led them, going right back to creation. They were to dwell on just how much God had done for them. The world has seen many wonders from God throughout the history and all too often we forget and lose trust in the face of trials. God had led them out of Egypt. God had spoken to them through the midst of a fire. Today, it is no different for us. We were all in slavery to sin and Jesus has set us free. We cry out to God and he hears us. His word burns within us. And when we take the time to open it and read it of the love that God has for us, as the pages scream of his compassion, when we can remember the past victories that God has brought us through, we can come to the same conclusion that the Israelites were to come to in verse 40. That when we follow the law of love that God gave to us, our days will be prolonged and things will go well for us and our families. When you truly find the love of Jesus, all you want to do is your best to be obedient. This is why we need to take heed and not forget. If we forget the great things that Jesus has done for us, how will we ever teach our children and the future of our church how God will love and sustain them through their life that is set before them? When we forget what we have seen It departs from our heart and the love that Jesus has continually that shows us through his everlasting faithfulness, it will start to die within us. In Psalm 77 verse 11 to 12, the Bible says, I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I'll remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your work and talk of your deeds. This reminds us of the beauty of not only remembering the works of God, of having them in our mind constantly of our past victories but also sharing them with others talking of them with others when we share the ways that Jesus has so powerfully worked in our lives we are not only just planting seeds to help others see how good God is but it is also strengthening our faith and continually reminding us of the power of God and how he is working in our lives so that when we are eaten and become full, so to speak, as the lesson mentions. When we have everything that we need, we are giving God, the sustainer of us, all the glory that he deserves. Remembering is just so important. This is the warning that that God gives to his people in Deuteronomy 8. They were to receive a plentiful land where their lives would be full of abundance. But have a look at the way they were asked to remember in verse 11, Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statues, which I command you today. When they entered the land of this abundance, they were not to become so self-absorbed with all the new possessions and forget about their duty to God. And this should be the same for us today. When we remember how much God has given us, how much he loves us, how much he has done for us, how he has stayed faithful to us even when we haven't to him. Our work for God is not a duty. It's something that we love to do. With all the blessings from God and our increase of material things, when we find ourselves with this, our tendency is to forget God and his power that has given us these things. Now, I'm not a rich man by any means, and I've had some times in my life where I've really struggled financially. God has absolutely blessed me with an abundance in my life. It might not have been through wealth, but through other things. A life now that I have, this life that I have now, the family that I have now, my wife that I have now, the children that I have now, these things I never had before. This has not been because of my strength or because I've worked really hard to to earn everything that I have. But it's simply because God has been faithful to me, even though I do not deserve it. God made us all a promise that he will always keep. A promise to be faithful to us at any cost to himself. And the cost was great. As we were all freed from slavery, as God was trying to remind Israel of this constantly, so are we being reminded today. Every Sabbath is a reminder to us. That we have been freed by the precious blood of Jesus. When you have been a slave to so many things, when your life has been one of slavery, one of slavery to this, a slave to this, a slave to that, when you have led a life in slavery like I have, Sabbath takes on a whole new meaning. Very thankful to God for the things that I have been through in my life. And I know that you too, today listening, have been through many things. Sabbath takes on a whole new meaning. We get to go into this total psychological rest each week, forgetting the lie that the devil tells us all through the week, that we need to earn our salvation today. When Friday comes, there is no greater feeling than hitting those Sabbath hours and remembering that I am 100% fully saved in Jesus, my creator, feeling the chains of slavery by works, by the works As they fall away, and I am just being set free to move in effortless motion. The Gentiles were to share this great news as well in Ephesians 2 8 to 13. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Therefore remember that you, once, that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what called the circumcision made in the flesh by the hands that at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope, and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ, I once was afar off from Jesus, but now I have been saved by grace, and brought back to him, so that I may be ever so close to God, through his blood, I don't have it all together, and Jesus is drawing me in with his ever-loving kindness every day, And I know that he is drawing you too. This text in Ephesians is a constant reminder to me, to us, that we were not saved by Jesus through good works, but we have been saved for good works. We have all been set free because God is faithful and kept the covenant in him, in Jesus. The question is, will you choose Jesus today today? Will you remember that you have been saved by him? Will you hold in the forefront of your mind what the cross means to you today? Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you that, Lord, you have saved us by your grace, that all your love has been poured out in that one precious gift of Jesus for us to see, for us to know. Father, although we will be learning about this through eternity, I just ask that, Father, you will help it keep it, it in the forefront of my mind, in the forefront of my brothers and sisters' minds, that Father, we will all know just how much we mean to you. And we will, Father, continue to look to you until Jesus comes to take us home. Father, we thank you for Jesus. And we ask these things now. Help us to remember and not to forget. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.